do you assume that your partner would eventually leave you? Do you assume that all your relationships would fail? Are you obsessed by feelings of imminent danger or disaster, which makes you pull the plug on your relationships whenever things get a bit rocky? Does any of this sound familiar? I'm here to tell you that you are not alone. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Thank you so much for listening. This is Meg from megosa.org. Today, I'll be talking to you about romantic self-saboteur. Are you a romantic self-saboteur? And how you can begin to stop it? When you allow your life experiences affect your attitude and behavior in your love life, you are a romantic self-saboteur. When you actively try to ruin your own relationship or make it fall apart, whether you do it consciously or subconsciously, you are a romantic self-saboteur. I hear you thinking, surely everyone wants love. Why would I sabotage my relationship? You see, working with so many clients on their love lives, I have come to realize that being a romantic self-saboteur is a deep-seated behavior that can be hard to recognize or let alone stop it. And the reasons are largely due to the following I'm going to give you. One would be low self-esteem and self-worth. This is a major factor when you don't believe in yourself. When you constantly tell yourself that you are not beautiful enough, not thin enough, not smart enough, not qualified enough, or not good enough to have what you want or to have what you have, you will always act according to what you are telling yourself. The way you speak to yourself matters and that directly affects how you present yourself in relationships. Another factor is self-protection. To avoid pain, you sabotage your relationship to safeguard yourself. One way you tend to avoid pain is choosing partners that are not that are just plain wrong for you. Pain is part of life. Love and pain tend to go hand in hand. But most of us, at all costs, want to avoid pain. When pain can actually be a good thing because it presents you with a valuable opportunity to grow and it's your job to decide what you are going to choose. Is it going to be love or is it going to be the fear of pain? It's your choice. Another factor is fear of commitment. Due to what your relationship will mean for your independence, you self-sabotage the relationship in order to keep your distance and maintain a sense of freedom. For example, when your partner says, I love you for the first time, you may feel happy, but later, when you think about it, you begin to feel anxious and wonder what that means or what comes next. You just feel an urge to get away, or you feel uneasy, or you feel trapped because your partner has expressed their investment in your relationship. Another factor is your attachment style. The desire to 
the desire to sabotage your relationship is also linked to your attachment style. It makes you self-sabotage your relationships subconsciously by repeating the relational patterns that you learned in childhood. You have an, an anxious attachment style. You often desire intimacy and fear rejection. This is if you have an anxious attachment style. You will often desire intimacy and fear rejection because of experiences of abandonment in your childhood. This can lead you to project negative outcomes of your relationship onto your partner. And if you have an avoidant attachment style, you often avoid closeness and intimacy because your childhood has taught you to be self-sufficient, which may lead you to delay commitment or show an indifferent persona. And I hear you thinking, what are the signs of a romantic self-sabotoir? The signs displayed can be different and it depends, it goes, it differs from one person to the other. For example, if you're not addressing your negative emotions, that's an example, or you are constantly worried that your partner is cheating or wants to leave you, or you are always criticizing your partner for minor behaviors, or you're not taking care of yourself, self-abandonment. You are not constantly, you are, you are constantly annoyed by small things your partner does and you can't seem to let that anger go. You are putting energy into everything else except your relationship. You're regularly upset that your partner is not meeting your expectations. You're regularly breaking promises regarding what time you'll be home or when you and your partner will have we want to spend time together, you don't show up. You're unable to see the good in your partner or the good in your relationship. And instead, you only focus on small imperfections and you often use silent treatment when you are grieved. All these show signs of a romantic self-sabotage. If you identify with one, or some of the signs I've given so far. You could be allowing yourself to engage in this sabotaging behavior. You need to be honest with yourself and ask yourself if you feel you deserve better. And if your answer is yes, I have ways for you to start working on this sneaky self-sabotaging behavior that comes to destroy your relationships. So I've got six tips for you now on how you can stop being a romantic self-saboteur. The first one will be accept that you are part of the problem. Acceptance is key. To end sabotaging your relationship, you will first need to take a good hard look at yourself and your behavior patterns. You need to be honest with yourself and face all the ways you have either abused or hurt yourself and others because of your fear of intimacy. That way, you won't repeat the cycle. And two, know who you are in relationship. 
If you know who you are in your relationship, your partner will also have a chance to get to know you. And together, you can begin to break the pattern of sabotaging your relationship. Get to know yourself, your limitations. Know your standards. This will really allow you to defeat the patterns you have followed over and over again that has resulted in unsuccessful relationships in the past. Also, know your attachment style. This will help you understand why you act in a certain way within your relationship. And this will help you steer away your actions from self-sabotaging behavior. And number three, let go of fear. Fear keeps you in the past. Just because your relationship didn't work in the past doesn't mean your current one will fail too. It's easy to get caught up in a cycle of anxious thoughts and endless what-ifs. Try to stay in the moment and focus on the real facts about your relationship. Let go of the fear caused by your past experiences. When a limiting experience of the past comes knocking, learn to say, that was then and this is now. This helps you make decisions that are based on the present rather than reacting to the false evidence in the past. The fourth one will be opening up. Open up to talk about your feelings and your problems. Don't give in to self-sabotage and the fear of intimacy. Express your opinions, your fears, and your needs. This will help you identify the problems and also help your partner to understand you better. Another one will be listen to your heart. When you subconsciously think your relationship is not good enough, you have that feeling that tells you that the relationship you are in is not the right one for you. Staying silent to listen to your inner guidance can save you from the cycle of damaging your relationships again. And another final one I want to give you is seek help. If you feel you can't resolve these issues on your own, I am your your great next step. Having sessions with me will provide you a great outlet to discuss your relationship fears in a supportive, non-judgmental, and empathic environment. We will unpack your life experiences that may be affecting how you are showing up in your relationships. And together, we'll begin to cultivate a relationship imprint that will last. The only thing standing between you and a happy and fulfilling relationship is yourself. Pargo Possum rightly said, we have met the enemy and he is us. When it comes to relationships, we often turn out to be our own worst enemy. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Meg. For more information about this, you can contact me on info at megosa.org. Please subscribe and share this episode. Until you tune in to my next episode, take care of yourself. Remember you matter. You are enough and you are awesome.
Bye.